It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, let's do this on a Friday. Not a football Friday, just a Friday, which is still pretty good. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? Al Thomas Dukes, how you being? Oh, good morning there, Jerry. <laughs> Excuse oh, me, Oh, that's Jerry. a great start. Okay. I was smoking right before the show. Yeah, sure you are. <clears throat> Weed. I'm hooked, I'm hooked Jerry. Mm. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm looking at my show sheet today, right, and I... Uh, I, I I create this uh, thing of topics, and uh, then I what I do, Jerry, when I come in here in the morning is I organize them, right? I'd be like, I put notes that belong together together, so I could be like, okay, this is going to be this segment. Right. Like maybe I have a whole bunch of notes on broadcasters. That's the broadcasters segment. I'm looking at my uh, show sheet today, and I've got a whole bunch of Eagles-related. A lot of little things today. A lot of little things, but a lot of Eagles-related Super Bowl. And I can't help but think, as I've felt all season long, Nobody talks about the Chiefs. No. Even now. It's like, it's all Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Correct. And the Chiefs are just going to show up on Sunday and shut your ass down. Going about their business as they have all season long. And it sounds stupid to call them the underdog because they're not an underdog team. But with the way we thought about the AFC West and it's going to be difficult and maybe this isn't the year and slowly here they are. Everything is about the other team and it has been all season. Yeah, very weird. Now, and I know the Eagles are one of those teams that uh, people love to hate them or hate or whatever that saying is. People love them. People hate them. I don't think people hate the Chiefs. No, they don't. I think most people love Patrick Mahomes. The one thing I would say, though, about Eagles-related stuff, I mean, today it's more Giants-Eagles-related. It's really oh, not about right? the Eagles football team like winning a game. It has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. That's fair, Jerry. I'm uh, looking over some of my notes here. There's a couple notes. There are some. Actually, that's that one I put on the top of the list. For sure. I'm talking about Julian Love. Julian Love. Now, this was not on Tiki and Tyranny, was it? Because he's a Tiki and Tyranny kind of no, guy. No, this was actually on Good Morning Football on NFL Network. Oh, okay. So Believe he was a guest on there. Yes, that's where, that's where that comes from. Oh, okay. Did you hear this or see this? I read it. You so read I never know, Jerry. You've taught me if there's one thing I've learned. Oh no, no, this is what it sounds like. Oh, okay. No, this one. Uh, this was on uh, NFL Network yesterday, I believe it was. No, yes, it was yesterday. Here was Julian Love on uh, Nick Sirianni. He's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player? And that guy's doing that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's. Even for a free ride right now, you guys can coach this team. <laughs> Nick, Nick Sirianni's in for a free ride right now. They this are is, good. I mean, right, and that's why at the beginning of the year, I remember saying this team's going to be outstanding, and it wasn't because of Nick Sirianni. I'm not saying that, you know, 
they wouldn't be where they are without him. I'm not, but they yeah. are really talented. Yeah, I wonder. There's got to be a balance somewhere, right? Because we say Bill Belichick's the greatest head coach of all time. Sure. They don't look so great the last no, two don't. years without Tom Brady. No, they don't. I don't know. Then we have... How'd they look when Gardner Minshew started? Not good. No, they didn't. They did not look good. As a matter of fact, after he played well in Dallas and lost, he then looked terrible the next couple of weeks, and they lost. Right. That's why all of it's comical. Uh, Yeah, it's very strange. But then you'll also, at the same time, we can say that Brian Dayball clearly had a big effect on the Giants. So so what's the balance? There's well, if question, you're poorly Jerry. coached, it's going to show up. Like, if the coaches don't do the work and the scouting and the film's not done properly and you don't know what the hell you're doing on Sunday, then it's going to it's gonna look that way. So Nick Sirianni, for instance, to me, he's not – you've got coordinators. They're running the offense, the defense. You're in charge of the whole thing. You have to have the team motivated, ready to go. you got to make sure the scouting department's doing their job. you got to make sure who's ever breaking down the film for the game plan for that week has – the right game plan in place. You're overseeing it and approving everything. It's not like his job isn't tough, but when you do have the best players, it does make it a little bit easier. Now, could a bad coach screw that up? Absolutely. And what he, what Julian Love is saying is, you know what? He just let them play and probably let his guys coach and do their thing, and he's along for the ride. That's a little bit dramatic, and I don't think that's fair, but I kind of know where he's coming from. Well, Nick Sirianni's also one of those guys that's kind of uh, got a little bit of a douchey attitude, yes. right? Yes. So if he was not that way, then we wouldn't say he's along for the ride. Probably uh, not. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, P- Joe Torrey didn't have a douchey side to him. Not that I remember. And people used to say he just babysat the Yanks. Now, I think his job was difficult because of all the personalities he yeah. had to manage. But at the end of the day, they were really good. Mm-hmm. You know, And yes, mm-hmm. you have to make moves during games. But a yeah. lot of people used to say, well, they, right, they, Eddie, didn't they call him Sleepy Joe? Because he looked like he was half asleep in the dugout sometimes. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, so if you're successful, people are going to take shots. It is what it is. It's not a surprise. People love that combination, Sleepy Joe, because they call the president that. I yes, never hear Sleepy now. any other name. Just Joe. Yeah. No Sleepy Al. There's even a song lyric with Sleepy Joe, so hmm. that must be like a thing. Maybe it is. Like it must have been something going back, uh, hearkening back to the 70s or something. It could be. Sleepy Joe. Yes. So, but Brandon Graham came to his defense. What did he say? He said it's, you know, people talking when they don't got games to play. Oh, is that right? That, that's true, Does he too. want to fight me? I will fight him. You? Why you? <laughs> Again, another guy that would break you. I don't think you want to do uh, that. Stand up for Julian Love, Jerry. Yeah, well, I think T- your tyranny should do that. You uh, don't have to. That's true. That's their guys. That is their guys. Yeah. All right, so it I kind of like though. it. It does. Now, he's made some news for sure because he's Ooh, really good. Julian, Julian Love. Love. Yeah, he's outstanding every week. It does suck, though, that his biggest article comes on another show when he's been with them, and he's great with them. He yeah. gives them 20, 25 minutes. He's open. He's honest. Now he makes headlines. Yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, Boomer's here four hours a day, five days a week, and then he has a blurb up in uh, Boston on them, and it, that's the thing that goes all over the country. It's so true. He said this on our show. Well, I guess we don't blast it out like they do. I don't know. Or this is my my thought about that all the time. So, like, if Boomer gets quoted from his uh, interview in Boston versus saying the same thing here, here he's that's his job. He's doing it true five days there a week. There he's the for, analyst, and it's a and it's a one segment once yeah. a week type of thing. That's true. So I think it's easier to promote. That is fair to go. Hey, look, Boomer was on. <laughs>
Hey, look no, at he this. wasn't on in Kansas City. No, he didn't have time. <laughs> I'm with him. Hey, get to the airport. All right, so we got Julian Love. We got uh, Brandon Graham coming to uh, Nick Sirianni's defense. Uh, then that wise-cracking Empire State Building account, Jerry. There's a, just a wise, just a wise guy running that thing. Says that the uh, Eagles win the Super Bowl. That thing's going to be lit up in green uh, colors again, and people uh, people are very angry with the building, Jerry. I understand. Yeah, I get it. Very angry. I yeah. It's I, turned on us. Well, because it's Philadelphia. It's the same old thing. Like no one's doing this for us. Are you rooting for the Eagles or the Chiefs? Chiefs. How can I? Like root- the Niners, Eagles. I didn't care. It was You're not what rooting it was. for your division. No. Oh, okay. Stupid. No. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I'm too, rooting for too. Patrick Mahomes. Let's Me go. Too. I want to. I want to see a win. Yes. Although that's I tell you, that's what time's that Super Bowl kickoff? Six forty, I think. Sucks. That week, by the time I get back, because I'm not coming home Friday like you guys are. I'm heading to Chicago for a couple of days. Oh, is that right? Rutgers plays at Illinois. So end of Super Bowl week, you're going from Phoenix to Chicago. Yeah, and then Saturday afternoon, Rutgers is at Illinois. I get home Saturday night. I'm like, do I even want to watch the Super Bowl? No, no, you don't. My God. Yeah, yeah. How's that NFL Plus doing with those extended? (laughs) (laughs) It does very well, Jerry. You can watch Super Bowl in 45 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'll tell you another thing. This is why I have to watch the game. You realize how many Super Bowl boxes I have? Oh, you did one of those things? One. Oh. I legit think I've got, I think I've got 53 boxes. What? Because of all the travel sports things. That's how they. That's a. That's a big fundraiser. Hey, I have we've got zero Super Bowl boxes. Super. Bowl. You want to buy some? No. Jesus. Because I always end up with the number five, which sucks. It does, but in this day and age now, a guy's going for two. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot different than it used. I remember last year. I, I. I don't remember the numbers exactly, but I had something like seven and zero. I'm like, I'm winning. Yeah. I got nothing. I don't think I've ever won anything in a Super Bowl box in years and years and years ever. I used to always get like five and eight. I'm like, what are my chances? Yeah, not great. Not great. Not great. One's a bad one, too, because until you get to 21 or 31, yeah. one's not a number in football. Right. <laughs> and 11's really hard. Very tough. So not easy. Yeah, not easy. You know what you want is zero and zero. You want whatever you want. You want the one. Yeah, zero and zero You're winning is great. to begin. Yeah. Or, and the right, if no one scores, you win the first box. Yeah. And when you have the same number, like seven and seven, four yeah. and four, you get the flip-flip uh, the half and the end of the game where they do like the reverse mm. of when the boxes do that, be like, I won the, I had the half and I also had the reverse. People hate those people. We'll flip when it they, down, flip it and reverse it. When they win the half and the game, yes. the two oh. biggest payouts, the people worst. are like, screw this him or her. Sucks. That sucks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No question. You suck. All right, so let me know if you want to purchase some. I've okay. got them from $10 all the way up to $200 a box. Really? I've won. Well, that's a that's a big prize. Yes. What's the person who wins the final score on that one? I'd have to look. I'm there's so I'm, I'm like seven different uh pools. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look. Now, there was one note linked to the Chiefs. And that's uh, the Kelsey brothers, of course, because there's a Kelsey brother Jerry on the Chiefs. He's the tight end. Mm-hmm. His name is Travis. Good for you. The other Kelsey, no idea what position he plays. It's a meaningless position. It's either offensive He's line offensive or defensive Jason line. Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Uh, people are petitioning to get their moms to go out there and coin flip. Love it. How do we? Get are these it? the same people that were petitioning for Peter Schwartz to do the coin flip? 
for the Jets? It's different. This is more national, Jerry. Oh, this okay. is more of a... This is the Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. That I would, would love be to cool. have her out there. That would be fine. That with the split jersey situation. The only issue I would have, though, is if it was already set where they were going to have like a military member do it. Oh, yeah. Then that would suck. Then no. She could be out there. Or she could walk the military member out there. That would be fine, too. To give her some part in this in this start yeah. of the game. That's kind of neat. And I saw that uniform. She's in the uniform. The jersey she's going to wear where it's one side Chiefs, yeah. the other side is Eagle. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. That's not bad. This is a Super Bowl where I feel like both teams could wear their colors. It's red and green. But meanwhile, we're making the Chiefs wear white. Yes. Although when I brought this up uh, previously, I think I brought this up for Cowboys, uh, Bucks, playoffs. Uh, people did remind me of the uh, color rush uniforms of Jets and Bills that one night, and blind people couldn't see it. Right. It does no, make sense. color blind people. Right. Blind people couldn't see anything. Correct. But colorblind makes sense because if you just see in shades, I mean, I, right. I understand why no, that does make sense. have to go with the white and, and the color. And it's a decent percentage of the male population. Is colorblind? About 11% or something like that. Hmm. How about that? I was trying to make a, a joke, but I couldn't think who to pick on. I was going to say, based on their choice of clothing, so-and-so is colorblind. But I couldn't think of anyone. I didn't know who I wanted That's to That's where a you shot were going? At. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who I was, was true. What I were the choices? Me already? I was thinking of Boomer, Geo. Oh. But I was like, mm, Boomer dresses very well. Yeah, he does dress he really cannot well. cannot be him. 8%, yeah. by the way. 8%. Wow. You looked that up very quickly. Wow. Look at you. 8%. Look at you. Are you excited for a weekend of no football, or are you going to have a void in your life? Or not really, because you're heading to Arizona Sunday. Uh, the, yeah, the Arizona situation is, um, you know, it's so weird, Jerry. I, legitimately, until you just said that right now. Yeah. I thought Super Bowl was Sunday. But you're going to Arizona for I a know. week. I have on my list to do cool games today. <laughs> There's one game left. Are we really doing this next Friday? Yes. Ay ay ay. And But I got none for this week. You're right. And you got to take the S out. It's cool game. Cool game. Yeah, you're right. Uh, going to Arizona and the trip will make it not seem like I'm missing football. Now, were you a lunatic where you'll be packing like all day Saturday? Oh, no, that's right. You're not packing anything. I, I don't understand people like that. People I don't like, either. I'm going on a cruise in May. We're packed already. <laughs> packed with what? What I clothing? I know. Don't you have to? I know. My Are wife... you packed yet? People love to say that. You'll get I, that today here when I you're did. in the Well, newsroom. I got that from my wife because we have we got a lot going on this weekend. She goes, so did you pack? I'm like, no, it's Thursday. <laughs> She goes, but to her point, to her credit, she goes, yes, but tomorrow you're working, you're going here, then we have this, and then Saturday you're getting up early and you got the the game with people coming over. She goes, you really you realize you've got about an hour of free time before you wake up Sunday morning. I'm like, well, that's a fair point. I feel, like, well, I'll take in that hour of free time. I need eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't take long to pack. You could wake up, call the Uber to come get you to take you to the airport and, and pack. pack. I agree. Yeah. Now, women are different. I get that. But for us... Throw seven shirts, a couple of pairs of pants. Make sure you got underwear. We're good. Or in my case, one pair of pants yeah, that I, you're wearing. Please. I mean, it's disgusting, honestly. It's just, ay, ay, ay. I mean, you really have become a disgusting human being. <laughs> uh, and this is just, uh, this is a secret message, Jerry, just for people who listened to the podcast yesterday. Yeah. As soon as I got home. You were good. I went into the bathroom. All right, good for so you. all good. All right, there's your secret message. I was going to ask a secret you. message, Jerry. That's I was uh, special. slightly curious. Special just for Do the podcast to, listeners. And by the way, because I was listening to that and yeah. editing it, and you guys kept talking and talking about it, I got the urge to go. Here at work? Yes, because you guys, that's <laughs> all I was thinking about. That's oh. weird. 
apologize. Do you feel lighter today? I, I did. Did you I did. weigh yourself before I did, and after? No, it was, a, it was a rush situation. It's an emergency situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have had no chance to go up upstairs to the scale. You made it home. You just wasn't on the Garden State Parkway rest area. No. The Bon Jovi rest area. <laughs> no. <laughs> bon Jovi rest area, I did not. No. <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, we got a lot more to do, a lot more football. We've got some baseball and some weird things, too. It is Alan Jerry till Boomer and Geo on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. Usually this is the uh, time on a Friday where we do cool games, but, uh, you know, no. no, Matter of fact, not at all. Why is this? Because there's no football this weekend. So we will will save it for next Friday where we do cool games. Oh, yeah. And that segment's going to take all of 60 seconds. Yep. (laughs) But we'll do it. We'll do it live at Radio Road. It'll be at about 3.25 a.m. local time. That's true. Yes, local time. That sounds terrible. I do have a couple other Eagles-related notes, Jerry, that I wanted to get to here. One involves your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones, Let me. I, I, I was trying to figure out if these articles that were written about this were saying that Jerry Jones was kind of taking a shot at the Eagles, no. or he was just explaining the situation where He's... he said, essentially, and I'm quoting, he, I'm, I'm not quoting here, I'm paraphrasing here, right. that the Eagles bet it all to win this year, Yeah, just like the Rams did. And it worked. The previous year. And the Cowboys have more of a long-term What plan, I don't Jerry. understand, I heard him. I, I heard the clip, and I'll play it coming up later. All right. Um, I like the idea of sustained success. Like, the Rams, so I'll ask you this question. The Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago, or last year. They were horrendous this year. If they're horrendous next year and the year after that, and all of a sudden they become a bad franchise, and then maybe they win again in, you know, 10, 12 years, whatever. But we don't, we won't know that. But in the meantime, they won a Super Bowl, and then they go for they go through four or five bad seasons. Was the Super Bowl worth it? Not to me. Right. It's but there are, there are those that 100% would say, yeah, like a Jet fan. A Jet fan hasn't seen it, hasn't been to a Super Bowl, let alone won one. I think a Jet fan would do anything they could to win a Super Bowl right now because it's been so long. That's what surprised me about the Jerry Jones comments. Because of his comments, not mine, from before the season um, and how much it means to him, I'm surprised he wouldn't go all in on one specific season to try and get it done. That said, I like the idea of not not knowing that if it doesn't work, everything's going to be blown up and it was for nothing. That sucks. Yeah, it's like uh, in baseball what the Marlins did where they went all in and then all of a sudden they are 
terrible for right. a long time. But they have those moments in time yeah. where they they stood tall and they I were think, the champions. I think we forget about the Super Bowls and things quickly. At least I do. Like, I, th- like I just... I, I well, don't know. I, I agree that you remember dynasties and great teams. Yes, dynasties and great teams. More so than big seasons. I yeah. would agree with that. And I, I'm with you. Like, I'd rather have a team. I'd rather have a team that makes the playoffs every year and I, doesn't win it all for 20 years than gets one Super Bowl win right, so and you then know, are terrible. You know who you just described? Cowboys. The Knicks. Oh. The Knicks of the 90s were great. Yes. They never won an NBA title. All right, that's fair. I, I actually watched the, the, the Knicks of the 90s. So would you prefer, so you'd prefer to be the Knicks of the 90s? Yes. Get close, never win, as opposed to a team that comes out of nowhere, wins an NBA title, and then you never hear from them again for yes. 10 years. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, no, that's annoying. You. I hear you. I mean, there's something to be said about being re- like the Rangers right now. The Rangers have been a really good team for a really long time, but they can't get over the hump. But you know what? Every May, you know you've got Rangers playoff hockey. Yeah. And you got a chance. So that's all I depends want. Depends on Jerry. the type of fan you are. You're kind of discluded from this conversation. Uh Eddie, how would you how, <laughs> how would you like to be? <laughs> like his Dolphins, that's a good example. How so? I'm just saying, like, would he like the Dolphins, I feel like I don't know where I am with the Dolphins. Yeah, they've been good. Sometimes they've been bad. they're relevant, yeah, sometimes they're not, yeah, but no, they've, they've had good Good periods where they've been good. Yeah. They've also had down periods. It is, it's kind of what it is. And the Cowboys, too, I guess. Yeah, but the, uh, hmm. They haven't been consistently in the playoffs. They haven't. I know the last few years they have been, but if you go from the time they won in 95, then they go in 96 was the year they lost to the – I forget what year they lost to the Carolina Panthers in the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers, I said. <laughs> Um, they went through a really long stretch of just poor football until Bill Parcells got there and really turned things around again. And then they got good. And even then after Wade Phillips, they kind of fell off again a little bit. They were consistently average with Jason Garrett. They were never like three and 13. They had a lot of nine and seven seasons, 10 and six. and But they were never winning anything. Yeah, I, I think know. about like the... San Diego Chargers of the 80s with Dan okay, Fouts, sure. Eric Coriel, Charlie Joyner, Wes Chandler, John Jefferson, Chuck Muncie, Kellen Winslow. Look at you just ripping through names. Not the creep Kellen Winslow, but the good Kellen Winslow. Right, the father. They, they would make the playoffs, but... Didn't win. They didn't win. No, didn't win. So it's, but I would have loved been been a fan of that then because they were always... They were exciting football, and they were always in it, but, but they just... But then it ends in bitter disappointment. Yeah. It always did. Very just like a, the Marino years. For yeah, me. the Marino years. Yeah, that's he, true, too. He did make it to a Super Bowl, but... You okay. do have an AFC championship to hang your hat on. Yeah, and I was not aware when they won their last Super Bowl, Super Bowl Eight. Wow. I became aware the year after. <laughs> Is that that long? <laughs> Super Bowl Eight. Yes. That was their last one? Victory? 50 years ago, basically? Yeah. Well, they were in three straights, 6, 7, and 8. Cowboys, uh, Redskins, Vikings. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they all have only won two hmm. and been in five. 17 and 19 were the other two. And that's a classic franchise. Oh, for sure. They need to have been It's a national team. Yeah, national People team. People love the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, Jerry. The Give me the list right now. What would you say would be the top five national teams? 
Because I think this is I think this changes. I think yeah. a few years ago the Patriots were. I don't think they are anymore. I think you're right. Uh, I would say Cowboys for sure. Yeah, Top Cowboys. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers is a great one. Mm. You know who? You know what's an interesting one where their fans travel, maybe as good as any fan base in the NFL, which stunned me. The Broncos. I'm not saying that's really? a national team where you know, but when you look on an NFL Sunday on the road. They almost take over stadiums. The right, Bronco I'm, fan. No, yeah, that I, that I would not believe, Jerry. Yeah, me neither. I put Raiders and Niners in that national picture, also. The, the Niners, not the current nine, and not the current Raiders. No, but the but, Raiders. The, but that shield, that Raider Raider logo, classic. Is, yes. No, who used to be in there back in the day was uh, the Vikings. As a national team, yeah, like back in the seventies. Well, I know sure. they went to the Super Bowl four times. Yeah. I was too young; I wouldn't have known. It. For me, when I started watching football, the Vikings were not that. Yeah. Never have been for me. So they wouldn't, uh, did they you, wouldn't qualify. Did you watch in the Tommy Kramer era, or were you too young for that? No, I saw, sure. Yeah, yeah that's about right. Man, I still, every once in a while, I'll go to YouTube and replay the Tommy Kramer Hail Mary pass in Cleveland to Ahmad Rashad. Most of the time you did that. I mean, really. I mean, were you sitting there Wednesday in your condo in Bradley Beach, and you're pulling up YouTube and Googling Ahmad Rashad? No, I, mean, I would Google it. Tommy Kramer, Hail Stop Mary. It. Stop it. And Al, Ahmad Rashad pulled it right in. Al, would you agree the 570s teams, Steelers, Cowboys, Dolphins, Raiders, Vikings? Correct. I would agree with that. And then yeah. in the 80s became the Niners. Yeah, those were the lunch boxes, and those were the, the jackets in school. Yeah, those starter jackets were awesome. Oh. And in the Sears catalog, those were the teams yes. that were featured. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. Always. Could always get a Cowboys shirt, even when they were bad. Man, I would give it all back, Jerry, to have a Sears catalog. Oh, boy, that was so awesome when it would show up at the house. Do they not make it at all anymore? I I don't even know if Sears is a thing. Sears is a thing online still. But they were like the only place you were getting NFL gear. It was the Christmas catalog from Sears, and then I would immediately go to the NFL section. And it got longer and longer as the years went on. You know the first year of the Sears catalog? 65. No, 42. 1897 already. <laughs> <laughs> so not quite. 1897 it comes up, and they have an online edition of the catalog. Oh. That's not the same they thing. They don't have the NFL uh, connection anymore. I want to know if I can order a catalog. There was Sears. Then you would also get JCPenney. It was like. Oh, sure. That was a Not the for- best version. No, nah. but it was good, though. It did have good stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then service merchandise. Like a minor league one. Service merchandise. <laughs> I wonder if the 1923 uh, Sears catalog had like the Staten Island Stapleton oh, jersey. Yeah. Get all your gear. Now, this, this is a serious question for like for collectors. Would an 1897 Sears catalog be worth money? It would yes. have to be, I, I right? I would say yes, for sure. How about this? The house Gina owns in Spring Lake is over 100 years old. I believe it was a Sears home. Sears used to sell homes that they would ship, and then a construction people would put it together. How about that? I found a Sears nineteen ten catalog on sale for one hundred and five dollars on eBay. I just put the, I just pulled up nineteen ten. I went to nineteen ten, and it's only worth one hundred five dollars. Oh, it's on eBay. I don't know. It might be in terrible shape. I have no idea. And yeah, here you go: the Sears Roebuck Home Builder Edition. The Home yeah. Builders Catalog. Look at that. Of 1910. You can get that on, well, this is just a photograph. That's kind of neat, though. Yeah. I need to find the the dude from Super 70s Sports, Jerry. Yeah. 
That's a great Twitter follow. That's such by a the great. Way. T- he, yes, he has something. He loves the Sears catalog too. Who doesn't? But I'm trying to find. He has a great post that he posts every once in a while of uh, of the the NFL pajamas. Yeah, yeah. And they used to. I remember this. They used to feature that they were flame retardant. Okay. And he writes something like, "The house may be going up in flames." <laughs> But your little Billy's walking around in his Steelers pajamas, <laughs> unafraid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is funny. I gotta find it. Why don't you take? We'll take a break. You find, find that. The we'll wording come. is tremendous. Perhaps we will find that during the break, and we got a lot more still ahead. It's a fun Friday. That's what we'll call it. Uh, with Boomer and Geo coming up at six on the fan right now. It's a feel good Friday. Let's call it that. It's presented by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. got your choice of programming tonight what is up it's 542 we got boomer and geo coming up at six o'clock it's a feel-good friday as they say along with myself and eddie and al nice to have you with us i found the tweet jerry because he, pu- he puts this out every once in a while okay. it's the same tweet so it's a picture of a little kitty's wearing minnesota vikings pajamas and it says flame retardant and there's pictures of the other teams you could get and the super 70s sports guy writes the house just went up like a match head at 2 a.m but there's Jimmy just strolling around casual as hell in his flame-retarded pajamas. It is a strange thing to but put I re- on the ad. I remember back then that there was this thing about pajamas, that the government or something required pajamas to be flame-retarded because really? people were getting into these house fires, and then the pajamas people were wearing... Would catch fire. Yeah, would catch fire. Yeah. Scary stuff. It's so great. But that is funny. <laughs> There's Jimmy just strolling around casual as hell in his flame retardant pajamas. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is awesome, Jerry. Uh, oh, some Philly area schools are going to be closed Monday after the Super Bowl. That's a great idea. I I don't know why the Monday after the Super Bowl isn't a hot. We're getting to the point where President's Day is going to be the day after the Super Bowl, and that's right. what we should do. Yes, that's what my sister called me this week. She said, why... Don't they just push it back another week? Then we're President's Day. You could go to parties and things. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. They should. Of course, we won't be able to be off, but right. everybody else can be. But I wonder, too, like, why don't the Super Bowl play it at 3 o'clock? Well, it used to be. Yeah. TV, West Coast, more eyeballs on the sets. I don't mm, know. Stupid West I Coast. I wish you. I don't even need it to be at 3 o'clock. Give me a normal 4 p.m. start. Yeah. That's right, four twenty-five. Yeah, that'd be great. It's over at eight o'clock, normal night. Those West Coast people have it good, man. They really do. That Jay. game starts at three forty for them. They are living the yeah, life out they there. Are. And I do love. I love the nine a.m. game, not nine. The ten a.m. game. I think that's awesome on a regular Sunday. Man, if you were tremendous. living in San Diego, Jerry, you are living the life. Uh, yeah, you are. That is a beautiful town. Yes, it is. You don't have the scuzziness of San Francisco or Los Angeles. No, but the suburbs of San Francisco are phenomenal. Oh, is that right? You know that. I don't know anything. Yeah, you do. I only know when I'm in the city of San Francisco, and I'd rather be anywhere else. Well, I, you're not wrong, but they have their issues, although I do like that city, too. Yeah. And then the suburbs of, like, L.A. I know Los Angeles is a gigantic suburb with those some of those big buildings, but... 
beautiful. It's just beautiful out there. Yeah. But then you got to worry about the earthquakes and mudslides. Yeah, they every every place has its issues. Yeah, you see in Dallas they're going through ice storms like they did when we were there for the oh, Super Bowl right? back in 2010. I think it was. Yeah, they've had terrible weather this week, and I to the point where. There were NBA games postponed because teams couldn't get in and out. Is that right? Yeah. Now I know they played last night. The Mavericks did, but and the officials apologized for screwing up two calls. How about that? What is going on with these officials in NBA basketball? They apologized. Yes, they did. What they, they say? They admitted My to bad. making two mistakes on one play. Really? Yes. Did it cost the team the game? Well, the Pelicans will tell you it did. Yeah, they had a chance to. They had to get a steal and a hoop, and they had they had an opportunity. I'll say that. And instead, the officials didn't let it go. They made him redo the play. And then uh, didn't when he got the ball, he got fouled. They went to the line, a couple of free throws, ball game. And then the officials basically apologized for it. Not, not that basically. They admitted they were wrong twice. Our bad. Yeah, they screwed up. The call was wrong. And not only that, the clock was wrong. So two bad things. Two bad things, yes. This was a, kind of a weird story that came out yesterday. And uh, I'm glad CBS, it was about CBS. And I was glad CBS reacted to it. Uh, Mr. Andrew Marshand of the New York Post, he put out there that CBS reportedly, quote, tried an intervention with Tony Romo last offseason because they felt his, uh, I guess he needed some work on his game, on his, like, broadcasting game. Right. And then what happened with CBS? And then Jen Sabatel, who we know, Jerry, she's a CBS spokeswoman. She told the New York Post to call this an intervention Intervention is a complete mischaracterization. We meet regularly with our on-air talent. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. And intervention is when you need someone to go to go away for drugs or alcohol or gambling. Or, right, or you got to step in and say, what are you doing? Yeah. That's right. Now, like there's no way Tony Romo's friends got together and go, Tony, no. if you don't get help with your broadcasting, we can no longer be friends. The Romo thing is weird because I never watch him. Like, if you think about, yeah, the big games, Nance and Romo have the big games. But I really do try to focus in on the Jets and Giants every Sunday. And I will watch. So my routine is pretty simple. Clearly, I'm working the Cowboy game. When I'm not working the Cowboy game, I'm watching the Jets or the Giants. And during commercial breaks, I go to Red Zone. That's how I watch football on Sunday. I don't sit there. And I know Red Zone is probably more popular now than it's ever been. And more people probably watch that than the games. Not me. I still watch the way I've always watched. So I don't really watch Romo and Nance too often because the Jets or Giants are usually, not always, but usually on. Now, I've seen them. They get a lot of Cowboy games, but I'm on my own broadcast. Right. So all this stuff that's come up with Romo this year, I was completely unaware of it until this Burrowhead stuff that popped up the other day. Yeah, where he was... Seemed unaware that Burrowhead yeah. was a thing that was going around yes. the news. And you also had the thing where he was eating when, when Nance threw to him last yes. week in Buffalo. <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah. You ever watch the show Intervention, though, Jerry? I have, yes. Once. Not a lot. That's where the uh, the crying guy comes in, right? Where yeah. Craig used to play? Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, they would, like, they're, like, they're categorizing this as an intervention as if they were like, Tony, why don't you come to uh, your friend's house? And then when he gets in there, all the people from CBS are right. sitting around. Tony, have a seat. <laughs> that would be you. Tony. And everyone Scary. reads a letter because that's what they do in intervention. <laughs> they got to write a letter. They read a letter to the person that they want to get help, and they tell them what the consequences well, you really know will this be. show. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Wow. Be like, Tony, I love you as a brother. You're one of my favorite broadcasters. But if you don't accept the help we're giving you today, 
I can no longer watch your broadcasts. Right. Of course, the other the other part of this is that he's made a, t- a fortune, and if they fired him, he's good for the rest of his life. <laughs> right. He just gets a movie. He's like, I'm not going to go get help. See you guys. I'm going to go play golf. <laughs> if you if you weren't aware, I'm pretty good at that yeah. too. So I'll raise my kids. I'll play golf. I'm good. Yeah. We will need no intervention here. It is. I, I'll tell you though, and I hate to be a broken record, but until and I guess it's never going to change now, but. Another example of the salaries are just so stupid. Yeah. Makes no sense. No, it doesn't. For the broadcasters, no sense. No, I don't think so. What do you make of this, Jerry? Like, is anybody not going to watch the Super Bowl if they don't like Greg Olson? (laughs) I'm not watching, Jerry. I don't care for him, and I'm not watching the Super Bowl this year. Mm, Well, you don't (laughs) care for sports, so you might not watch (laughs) the Super Bowl. Not true. I love Super Bowl. But you're still watching. It doesn't matter who's doing the game. You're going to watch it. If you told me the... D level team from Fox right. is doing if, it. I'm if watching your guys, Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. We're doing the yeah, Super Bowl. You're watching it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. The only time I feel like it doesn't matter. The only broadcast that I will listen to when it's not a good game for the broadcasters is Gary Keith and Ron because it seems like they're doing a, a talk show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But that's it. Mm-hmm. They have they they have figured it out in a special way. Not, not many have. Yeah. That is true. Uh, Robert Kraft says he wants to sign Tom Brady to a one-day. These things are stupid. Me, I think I mean, so, too. So a one-day contract so he can retire he a Patriot. Played, he played for 20 years. He's a Patriot. Knock it <laughs> off. You don't need to give him some stupid piece of paper that said he retired as a Patriot. It really is dumb. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen, Jerry. Ay, ay, ay. Former Giant Sean O'Hara. Coming I, under, I can play this for you. He's coming like. on under a little bit of fire for uh, what he compared the Tom Brady retirement to. Yeah, this one was a little weird. A little strange. If I can, I got to find it, though. I'm not All sure right. if I can or not. So where was he on? This was another NFL Network situation? So this was, here we go, I have it. Sean O'Hara, let's see. Yeah, it was credited to NFL Network. Yeah. Here he is talking about the Brady retirement. This is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look. Uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9 11. Can I tell you something? Can I interrupt you real quick? He, his first start was a week after 9 11. That's how long ago he's been playing. I was. I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years. That's a long time. But I, I'm going to remember this. Like, I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Uh, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. Um, I disagree. I don't. Not the second time. I don't remember that Sean O'Hara came out. I missed that story. I mean, it's like I don't hear anything. That what? Sean O'Hara said he came out. Oh, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> You're such a dope. I don't remember that. <laughs> You're such a dope. Yeah, this is not JFK assassination, nine eleven. I don't want to downplay it. Yeah. It's uh, by the way. Like he retired two three years ago. And I don't remember that. Uh that one I do remember. I mean I don't remember where I was. I do um hmm. That's a, you're right. I know where I like was. Like when Kobe Bryant died, I remember seeing yeah. the text in my kitchen and I was Stunned. Let me ask you this. Where were you when JFK was assassinated? I was not around. That's interesting. You were because you're older than me. I was not around at the JFK assassination, When were you born? 69. Okay. That was 63, so I guess not. What's the earliest historical thing you remember happening in your life? Uh, Dwight Clark. That's not historical. <laughs> it is to <laughs> not me. Not sports related. It is to me. Like, like historical big moment in history. Um, the Challenger exploding was a big, a big one. one. Muammar Gaddafi. Being nervous about what was going on you there. You were worried about him? Yes. That punk. I, I was, yes. He's a total jerk. That's got to be mid-80s, early to mid-80s. That was like uh, mid-80s. 86. 
Okay, okay. It's got to be something earlier than that. I was 12, for God's sakes. Yeah. When was Challenger? That was 86, 86 as well? Yeah. Oh, no. Challenger was, yeah, 86. Yeah. I'd have to, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Those two come to mind immediately. Uh, I don't know. You remember when uh, Reagan was shot? No. Yeah, see, I remember that, but I, I was younger. That was so you what? Probably... That was 81? Yeah, that I don't know. Okay. How about, how about Reagan was shot and lived? Yeah, he sure did. Take that, John Hingley, you punk. You <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Amy Lawrence on the NBA. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. A couple minutes left, and Boomer and Gio will be in for a feel-good Friday. What else? Nick's did win last night. Jerry, you were telling me uh, you're watching the Pam Anderson documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I watched the first 45. It's uh, two and a half hours, I want to say, I think. I'm going to download that and watch it on the plane. No, you can't, actually. Why? Well, nudes. Oh, really? Yeah, there is... There are scenes from her photo shoots. Oh, okay. In there where she's naked. Naked? Yes. So I wouldn't watch that on the plane. Okay. I would watch that in the comforts of your own home. It's kind of weird, like when you go to the airport and you go to like get snacks or a magazine, and they'll have like a hustler. Oh, sure. Who- Who's opening that on a plane? <laughs> and what are they doing with it exactly? I used to question this all the time, and then people told me it's it's for you to purchase to bring to your hotel room to read. Okay. But it is weird to see it on an airplane. I guess back in the day, maybe that was the case. (laughs) Now you just have your phone. I get some cashews in this penthouse. (laughs) Just open it up. (laughs) Sitting next to some random family that doesn't know me. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.